What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us here on another episode of the Late for Lunch podcast. I'm your host, Lulis. My name is Jet. We have a very special episode for you today. Okay. Well, it's the be okay. It's the beginning of a series of special episodes. As you know, if you do not know, this this is your announcement. It is now Black History Month. Yeah. Yeah, this is like the kickoff for the Black History Month celebration. So we had to have an introductory episode for the next few episodes that we're about to release for you guys. Just to give you guys an idea what's, as to what's happening. So we don't catch you fully off guard. We're still going to catch you a little bit off guard. Because as always, as we say every episode, there's things in the plans that you don't know of. But we wanted to you know, share some of these plans with you guys a little bit. Just so you're not surprised. So yeah, we we try not to keep you guys waiting too long. These weeks are starting to fly by. It's already February of 2022. So, here's the thing. We have lined up for you three guests. Three guests, okay. And we wanted to emphasize this month, black creators. So we have three creators. Three young African-American males. Wow, that's like three gold words right there. Yeah, that's the best sentence we've ever said on this podcast. Clip that. <laughs> that's my new ringtone. Three so yeah, over the next African-American creators. Over the next few weeks, we will be sitting down with those gentlemen and, you know, talking some things out. Let's say this should be fun interviews. You know, we'll have some serious questions. We'll have some light questions. And uh, maybe we'll even have some questions that you ask. So let's hop right into our episode for today. You know, this month really always, for me, has been about inspiration. When you, you know, sometimes look at history in general, you don't ever really see a lot of, African-Americans, you know, that are, how do I say, prevalent, I guess. Okay. So this is really an emphasis yeah, month. It's really an emphasis month, right? Okay. So for me, this month is more inspiring and... So what you're saying is Black History Month, you have the spotlight. Like yeah, African American people and people of all races. Yeah, people and, and people like me, of darkest shades, have the spotlight. More melanin yeah. have the spotlight. And thing is, there are a lot of re- really cool people that did some really cool things that you wouldn't ever know about. Okay, so you want to share us who your inspirations are? Okay, of course, you know, there's like, everybody's going to say like the Langston Hughes. Uh, yeah, of the, course. The MLK. Can't be from uh, Atlanta and not mention. Right. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. So, of course, all those people, those activists, those people that paved the way for us to be like where we are of today. Course. But even, you know, now we have moved into an era of, social media more 
Okay. And a lot more, you know, ways you can reach out to people and see a lot more people throughout the world. So there's content creators and influencers that I look up to. Okay. I think that's, yeah, I like that. I like what they do. I, uh, they inspire me to do what I do. So there's, there's a young lady on Instagram, right? That I follow. She does parking lot pimping. Okay. Every Friday. Got let me. You gotta let everybody know what that is. So she talks about you know different historically black like events and sheds lights on current events that sometimes the media can push under the table because they have to do with African American people or just okay. black and people in general. So she does shed a light, a lot of light towards our com- our community, excuse me, which I really do appreciate. Okay. I think that's legit. I like that. Hmm. I've reposted a few of her things. So if you follow me, you've probably seen me reposting. A stuff. few. I like that. I like that. I like All that. All right. Who you got? Because I got a few oh, more. Uh, but so I'm going to talk about somebody new that I haven't, you know, because I mentioned some, some people before. Because, you know. Black History Month is the all-year thing for us over here. Yeah, we celebrate. We we get down. So I guess I, I just give give somebody else. Um, This person came to Oakwood a few months ago. You know, I was I already knew who they were, but I, I really like their content. Eric Thomas. So, you know, he's on he's on Instagram. You probably, if you've gone to any school, some teacher has probably showed you a clip of his. And I, I feel like he's just super inspiring. Cause what, is, like, what does he do? Uh, he's just an inspirational, motivational speaker, I guess you could say. But he's not like, um, he lives what he talks, and you could see it. And he's not like he, like you said, he's he, he's very open, he's very honest, sometimes brutally honest, so people are not gonna like it. But he, I mean, I love how he just tells the truth, and he's very open about where he came from, how hard he had to work. But it's just like you know, a lot of times he posts in the morning, and seeing those morning posts is like, yeah, 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 I'm, t- today's my day, I'm gonna go get this. But it's just like hearing hearing what he said, and then looking at his example of how he's able to take what like what he's accomplished and what he's gained throughout his career, and give it back and, and invest it back into his community. That's like that's top notch right there. I like that's that. That's good. That's good. Like so that. let's see. Um, another person that I uh, comes across my timeline a lot, and he's very open and honest about how he got started into what he does now. He's a comedian okay. now. Most people, most people pretty much know him. Uh, yeah. His name is Kev on stage. Oh, I know that guy. Yeah, he is is good, yeah. clean comedy. Yeah, he's he's funny. Guy, yeah. He's yeah, but grinded from clean comedy. You know how hard that is to find. Yeah, that's very that's very hard. But grinded from basically nothing. Quit his nine to five and started yeah. a whole career that's out ambition, of bro. being funny. Yeah, it's yeah. Like when you say I'm done with my nine to five, you're like. You're going all in because it's like yeah, if this doesn't work, no, this had no. There's no if this doesn't work. This has to work. This is going to work. Yeah, if I'm being honest, one of the first videos I watched when I was starting like researching on podcasts was one that he was talking about on his podcast or one of his podcasts, and he was saying, um, if you are thinking about getting into like content creation or whatever it is or anything like that, if you can. Sit down and make, I think he said 30 episodes or something like that, and have five viewers or less than 10 or whatever it is, 
and you keep doing it consistently, okay. then you know you're not just doing it for the views because there's going to be days where you don't get any views. No views. You don't get any listeners. Zero views. You're talking Zero to you, you, you and your mic and you're talking to yourself. Just you and your mom. Just right. talking. <laughs> Hi, mom. Always. So that video really made me sit and think about, hey, do I really want to get into what I'm about to be doing? And, you know, thankfully, we do have a pretty good community right now. It's yeah. not the biggest in the world by any means. Yeah, but it's but, still growing, you know. Right, and we love every one of you guys yeah. that listen. And as long and as we just keep feedback. watering the plant, it's going to keep growing. Facts. Just keep watering the plant. Facts. And I don't know a lot about plants, but, you know, trees grow pretty tall. <laughs> so. Yeah, and uh, we are starting to, you know, branch out a little bit more in our, our reach. We yep. have uh, a few more means of, uh, you know, getting in contact with you guys and, ahem, ahem, and ahem. uh if you if you don't follow us on instagram it's uh late the number four lunch podcast that's a counter active counter that's what number one for the show active counter let's go and uh yeah so we have instagram we uh are working on a youtube page and you heard and it here first. I about to say, and we're like when we say we're working, we're we're planning on bringing exclusive content to all of those platforms. So different things on Instagram, different things on YouTube. Right. So, so we're, yeah, definitely we're pray out. for us. Yeah, and, uh, we're, that we can manage school and life. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna get busy. Guys. It's gonna get busy, but it's yeah. already been. <laughs> it's already busy. It's gonna get more busy. It's gonna get a little hectic. Got to keep with that schedule. Coming straight out of test. Straight yeah. out of the test. Straight yeah. from the test to the studio. From the test to the studio. FRL yep. studio. Hey, you just brush off the F, the fail, <laughs> and just right into the studio. All the energy that you had before oh, that the test just stole from you, mm. you just you just you reach back and just grab it. Just keep just pull it back and then what's going on guys? Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> you know? Another episode of Facts. You know how this goes. <laughs> you know how this goes. I'm just curious. If you can send us a video. Of you memorizing the intro to the podcast. I think that would be pretty funny. I think <laughs> yeah, that would be send, send us your best intro. Yeah. No <laughs> no cheating. Like, I, you know, you can memorize it. One take, one take. Yeah, I would, no, I would be generous. More than one. You can use as many takes <laughs> as you want to memorize it. Okay, yeah. Being, but it's got to be just Being you. transparent with y'all, we do take a few takes sometimes. Yes, yes. <laughs> we, a few takes. One of these days, we're just going to post an uncut episode. Oh man! And on 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 YouTube, an uncut we'll, episode. We'll do we'll do that like an outtake reel. Yeah, yeah. Oh my lord! <laughs> I'm so scared. Uh, another one of my inspirations. Of course, I can cheat and talk about his time on the basketball court because everyone knows that time was phenomenal. But uh, what most impressed me about Michael Jordan was his time off the court. You know, mm. taking those philosophies that while he was on the court, you know, everything's everyone's competition. You know, you go hard all the time. If you decide you want to do something, you got to go, you know, go all the way in, put your, put your all into it. Taking those philosophies and basically, like, building a brand, building a success. Like, watching The Last Dance was really, like, enlightening. Just in how he was really able to transcend, bas- transcend basketball mm. and become a celebrity off the court. Like, his brand still exists. Man hasn't played for years. And... Most people still selling out of males, right? Still selling females. Out of no matter the no matter the age, they know who Michael Jordan is. Everybody and knows that facts. logo. And for him to be underpaid as a professional athlete, and still find a way to save up, grow his brand, and, and, and eventually cross the billionaire status, I'm like, that's pretty cool. Speaking of the billionaire status, I think this is kind of interesting. 
how many African-American billionaires do you think there are in the U.S.? Mm. That's a good question. Uh, and if you get stumped, I'll offer you a hint. But I want to give you an opportunity first. I wanna, I'll give you a guess first. And then I'll give you your hint after, depending on how your guess go. See, realistically, I don't think it's a lot. Okay. Like, we, we know of a few. Like, Oprah has to be up there. I believe, yes. Yeah, okay. So, I will... I don't know of a lot, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give a I'm gonna just give an estimate. I don't know how often it would be. Here, I'll give you, I'll give you say, three guesses. I'm gonna say like twenty five. Twenty five. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna give you your first your first piece of information. We're talking. By the way, that answer I was asking for was in the U.S. In the world, there are two thousand. By the way, this is according to Essence magazine and some other sources okay so a mixture of sources there are approximately 2755 billionaires in the world to the african-american billionaires no 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 oh, billionaires. 2000 2755 billionaires in the world yeah that's a lot of money <laughs> that's a lot of billions that's a lot of money that's a lot of billions um okay okay so okay. that's in the world just in the world in the okay world. then i guess i could be a little bit more generous i'll say like 300 Okay, okay. See, now now I got to unfortunately inform you that 724 billion of those are Americans. Oh. So 724. Less than half. Actually, yeah, that's, that's way that's more way than, less than, less than half. Yeah. It, it's, it's not way. It, it is way. Yeah, it's, okay, it's way. It's almost like a 2000, quarter. It's close to a quarter. 2,000 what? Because a quarter would be around 8... It'd be no a quarter would be around seven or seven flat, if we were talking twenty eight. So we're basically a quarter of the world's billionaires. Okay. Are in um. Ooh, that's tough. Then, then I'm gonna have to go back down a little bit. Probably say closer to okay. like one fifty. One seventy five. One seventy five. Locking in one seventy five. Okay, one seventy five. You know I'm gonna be even nice. I'm gonna give you another round, right? As of two thousand nineteen. There were seven, seven African American billionaires in the United States. Oh, man. Seven. Guess what that number is in 2022. That's 2019. Yes. I'll give us 15. 15. That's right on the money. That's on right the money? on the money. That's right on the money. What? So some of the, the newest billionaires. I'm not going to say everyone, but of course, op- the Oprah Winfrey's of the world. Yeah. But we have some young, some younger people, a younger audience. Okay. Kanye Red, Kanye West recently, oh, yeah. yeah, recently reached a billion. Rihanna also with her multiple her makeup brand mm. has surpassed a billion. Okay, uh, I know we have Jay Z also has passed a billion. Mm, yeah, definitely. So we, you know, we have some people. We're getting up there on the list. Yeah, of course, you know the Oprah Winfrey's, the Michael Jordans, Tyler Perry is also recently on hey. that list. Speaking so of, have, yeah. you know, he just he just moved his studios down to Atlanta. Oh yeah, hey, facts. You know, you know. So I'm about to say, you know, we're we're getting up there. It's it's taking a little bit of time, but we're getting up there. And he's not quite a billionaire yet, but LeBron James has surpassed over a billion dollars from career earnings and endorsements. Mm. And he's now estimated at around eight hundred fifty million. Okay. So a getting safe guess there. within a few there. years. Getting up there. We like that. that. We like that. Crack See, that range. And this is what I mean when I say, like, there has been more exposure to these kind of like people in the world so 
with with social media, you see a lot more than we did 50, 100 years ago in terms of like mass spread success, which has been good because there was there were some people that didn't believe they could be anything just based on their skin color and what what they believed people were saying to them. Oh, yeah, you can't go to college. You can't be you can't do not knowing that in some cases you are more gifted than any of these other people. No, definitely. Like African-American and and people of darker shade have always put on for each other. But it seems like now we're just we're just beginning to be taken to another to another levels yeah. like other levels yeah. like multiple businesses over over like throughout the last couple of years have taken like have bought out have bought out basically gotten their deals with with uh white banks like bought out just to sign new deals with like black owned banks and that's the type of stuff that's like okay it's like we're finally starting to get like you know if we work together maybe we can we can get closer to the goal. And, you know, start to crack that 100 range. Because if there's 724 in America and only 15 of those are black. Yeah, we got to get a we gotta Yeah, we got we to gotta boost those numbers. Those are rookie numbers, right? <laughs> two, two, or the, times. Gotta get those two or three times. Two or three times. At least. At least. But, yeah, like you said, multiple content creators, multiple African-American content creators. What would you say is like, okay, it doesn't have to be your favorite. But what's one of your favorite African American pieces of art? Could be a piece of music, some poetry, uh, a writing piece, a film. You know, may I'll even I'll say a sports moment. You have full freedom. Let's see, let's see. I myself enjoy a well written song. Okay. When the bars are doing what they're supposed to do, when when the references in the rap song As are, as the ladies say, it's giving. What it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, when cool. when the when the song is coming together, I really I enjoy it. So my favorite artist, okay, all time. I know where you're going, but I'm not gonna. It's J Cole. He okay. take he takes it for me. That's okay. my that's my favorite artist. So. He recently dropped um, the off season. Yeah, on repeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's sometimes it's like that. You know, you just gotta on hop repeat. in the car. It's playing. Cleaning the house is playing. Yeah, in my headphones yeah. outside is playing. Yeah. In the yeah. gym is playing. So you know, all the words. Yeah, definitely boosting my vocabulary. Facts. I'm telling so, you, yeah. it's it's intelligent rap. Yeah, like we're gonna. This is another. Should we tell him? Um, no, no. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll surprise y'all. We'll surprise y'all. If y'all connect the dots, you connect the dots. So we're not gonna tell you. We're not gonna tell you yet. But another artist I really do like, Kendrick Lamar, is Oh, of course. Why yeah. of course? You just have to. You know, you just have some you of have his to. some of his more poetic albums, I'll say, like um To Pimp a Butterfly. Butterfly. <laughs> uh yeah, that one is that's yeah. that's one of the like it's like yeah. a mix of poetry and music yeah and and just it's is lyrical it's exercise just, it's just yeah it's just yeah he's, he's a he like it yeah no yeah. you're like what do you what do you say oh my what did he say he's yeah, let me grab my dictionary yeah 
it's uh yeah so he he very he has some some very good pieces the uh untitled unmastered or whatever it's called that one is also very poetic i'm gonna say you putting people on right now yeah i mean yeah there's a lot of people who don't know what you're talking about man i yeah i love music so all all my all my music is is very yeah music in general i like that yeah no those are those are those are like great choices um yeah so since you chose music you know i'm not the biggest i like poetry but i'm not the poet type person you know (laughs) So I'm going to go closer to the film range, right? Okay. So I like, you know, I like creative pieces. I also like pieces about people's lives. They're always interesting. But uh, something that always sticks out to me is like a comedy piece. I think, I believe it was directed, or at least Spike Lee had a hand in it. And uh, starring John David Washington, uh, The Black Klansman, based off a true story. (laughs) It's just a very funny and like enlightening movie. You know, they they found a way to make like a, a, a real life thing, like... There's no way, right? Like, so it's it's basically exactly what it sounds like: a black man and a Jewish man tag team <laughs> with each other to infiltrate the KKK and pose as a Klansman. yeah, basically pose as a Klansman and get inducted into the KKK as a black man. All and all of these white men have no idea, and it just <laughs> it just bothers them. And, and I'm not gonna lie, at points it makes you uncomfortable because you're like. As a black man, you definitely should not be saying. You're like, I can't. You can't say that. But you know, you gotta. I'm gonna say you gotta fit in, right? You gotta gotta say that. Gotta say that. No, but it's just it's like a a a hilarious like ode to black people. It's 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 almost perfect. Does have language. It does have a lot of language, but it's hilarious. It is. And then of course, you know, there's all the other the newer pieces like I was gonna say, um, Judas and Black Messiah, Queen and Slim. You pick your black piece. There's there's so many nowadays. So many. Oh, what's that movie called? Which one? Uh, get out. About, oh yeah, get out. Get out. I mean, and we're gonna talk about uh, how, what's his Jordan name? Jordan Peele. Yep, Jordan Peele. Um, yeah, such like every every movie that he's made has been pretty much like like on spot point. on. Yeah, spot, like like literally on point. Yeah, like black directors, black uh, writers, like uh, it. There's so much more black content nowadays. That it's showing, like, just how creative we can be when given sure. a blank canvas. Like, when it looks like there's nothing good that's going to come out of this itty-bitty budget or whatever yeah, nah. whatever it is, and we turned it into a masterpiece. So, like I said, if there's one thing you realize is that black people will support black people. Yeah. You go look at, the, look at the numbers definitely. for Black Panther. Look at the numbers for Miles Morales. Pick, pick a movie. Pick, pick your piece. Black people will all they support Black, black Panther, people. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's they 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 support. And black even people. like even with Black Panther, there's there was so much culture. Like I don't know if you've ever watched like the video yeah. that talks about what no, the culture went, that it was when they based went overseas, on. right? And that studied these people. And before I don't want to say before like the two thousands, there wasn't much representation of any. African African American culture, anything like that in and mainstream media. If there was, media. it was very predictable. Right. I all about to say I just saw it, it wasn't today. it wasn't based on For actual sure. culture. So I want to I want to say now there's more now that we we have a hand in the industry or in 
you know, production of this media that's going out, it's it's authentic and it's no, yeah, actual and it's there's way more diverse representation. Like I said, I was looking at a post today. And basically, the post was showing how there hasn't been significant African-American female representation in the film world. And when there has been, it's been very stereotypical. So, for example, the darker-skinned women are usually shown as more as, the, you know, the mm. ghetto counterpart, mm -hmm. the problem-causing, you know, counterpart. And they usually have a friend of lighter, you know, of a lighter skin tone with an opposite, like, persona. And, you know... And they were saying, like, even even nowadays, like, movies that are coming out, they portray a lot of darker women as masculine. Hmm. And, you know, that's not, that's not fully, that's not true. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, it's not. There's no difference between a skin, your skin tone is not going to change how someone acts. Man, let me tell you. One, one negative thing social media has done. I don't even know if we count it negative because it's very positive in some lights. <laughs> There are some like breathtaking, next topic, and gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> next topic, man. Nah, I agree. I, 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 there I, are some chocolate women hey, out there. Man. Hey man, look. One thing about Instagram, they start knowing, they start seeing what Lord. you like, and they start sending it to Lord, you. Boy, I tell you what. And like we say, we support <laughs> black people. We support <laughs> black people. <laughs> I, I will support a black sister. <laughs> <laughs> okay so um somewhere along the way we got lost a little bit but uh you know one of the pieces that i saw i did, I haven't seen it a lot of times but i did see and i, I enjoyed it was uh selma you know kind of gave us like a oh, visual yeah, yeah, representation yeah, yeah. of what it was like to be like very good you know in the civil rights movement so I, I was just curious like what would you say is one thing that in 2020 still impresses you about the civil rights movement you could pick any like any piece and period of time, man. I don't. Even, I don't even know if I can, if this is what you were getting at. But the the relentless spirit that man, you took everybody that. brought to, like it wasn't just one person that was. It was like a united front of yeah, like hundreds of thousands of African Americans all around the country, no, all definitely. around the South. From Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, banding together to, you know, make this movement happen. Yeah. And and not backing down for anything. I would say, because like you were saying, it's really relentless. And it's really, it's honestly selfless when you think about it. Because a lot of those people, they did, yeah, they fought for yeah, rights didn't, that, that they did, knew never they would saw. never have. They, they never saw the benefits Literally. of those rights. But yeah. still fought for them like they were fighting for themselves. And that, no, definitely. yeah, that always blew my mind about the yeah. entire civil rights movement. Definitely, I like that. You actually kind of stole my answer, but it all still ties in. So I, I guess I can use this other side. Uh, one of the things that's like the most impressive, especially going back and like looking at history, um, a lot of times the textbooks and things of that nature will try to like persuade you that the civil rights movement was like black people against white people. Mm, yeah. But no, like one of the one like my favorite thing that impresses me is that it wasn't black people against white people. That's good. You know, yeah. we found a way to unite. Like we if cuz if we're being honest, let's call it call it what it is. On the foundations that America was built on, if it was black people versus white people, black people would have lost. Yeah, that's that's So very we true. needed we to win this fight, we needed white people, we needed light-skinned people, we needed dark-skinned people. We needed disabled people. We needed we needed everyone. 
And that's that's what happened. We were able to like bring everybody together and make everybody see that okay, this is wrong. Cuz like I said, if, if we had just convinced one side, one side of the puzzle that okay, this is wrong, but everybody else is not convinced, nothing's going to happen. But we were able to 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 come together as not that's right. Not as a not, I don't even want to say as a people, as a human race. Yeah. To yeah. to to fight for like a specific group of people. It's like, you know, you ever I, I know you've probably seen, like, a movie, or even in real life, you've seen, like, a kid get bullied. You know, the kid stepping up to the bully, sometimes, if we're being honest, in the movies, that usually works. But in real life, that's that's not quite how it goes, right? <laughs> like, if we're sometimes, being honest, that's not how it goes. Sometimes, sometimes. But when you, when you see, like, the whole classroom step behind the person getting bullied and say, we're not going to let you bully this kid anymore, then changes actually start to happen. Right, right. So that part was just, like, it was crazy to me just to... You know, like, okay, they set the groundwork. Like, this is not something that we're going to do alone. This is something that we have to, we actually have to work together. Like, we have to reach out to people and, and come together really to make, like, to keep this thing moving. Yeah, and another thing that I can just put right in here, because you, you segue to it perfectly, the the representation that we're getting now and that authentic version of it is dismantling the stereotypes that we're in media about black people before so even going back to like slavery time and plays and when actors would do like blackface and pretend to like be somebody black and act how they portrayed slaves or however it was yep. that narrative is shifting now having more black people that can actually vouch for what's going on the screen and that is not only changing young african-american males and females perspective but white people's perspective as well yeah like it's it's giving them the oh so i thought all black people were like this but exactly this is not what you know i've been told told i've been told my whole life that black people are all bad and that's not the truth right so that's another thing that you know really that that it just excites me about you know the portrayal of the black people now in in media and you know more more different content and stuff like that. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. I think that's like that's crazy. So I, I guess if like following that same vein, do you feel as if the fight for civil rights has hit a wall? What do you mean by hit a wall? Because okay, I don't so I think know, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. I don't think the I don't think the fight ever stops. Okay. If that makes sense. There's um even even after you fight a battle, um, there's you're never gonna stop feeling the effects of of it. Okay. So you, you go into battle, you lose all these men and it, it doesn't it doesn't end on the battlefield. Not even for the soldiers, not for the generals, not for anybody. It doesn't end when the last bullet is fired. Okay. So if if you think about the civil rights movement as that battle, it it doesn't end when we get voting rights. It doesn't end when uh, Jim Crow is abolished. It doesn't end when uh, there's separation of bathrooms. It doesn't it doesn't end. Okay. So yeah. I I don't think I don't think that the fight is over by any means. Okay. Yeah. No. I I, I agree. You know, I saw that question and I was like, 
I don't think it's it's not ended. It may not be as sparkly now because it's not you know it's not necessarily like we're getting oh we need, we couldn't vote before and now we can vote. Like we're still very much fighting. It just may not seem as glamorous. Yeah, there was a uh, documentary um, that released a few years ago. Um, I don't think it's Thirteenth, but it was another one. There, there's Thirteen, which was about the Thirteenth Amendment. That was a very good document documentary. Okay. And if you haven't seen that, I would recommend that you watch that. But there was another one that it might have been the same one, but it was talking about like. Um, I don't know if you if you heard about it, but how they how they draw like um, the county lines for voting. Okay. So then, it, it was talking about like the systematic part that we don't ever really talk about. So everybody talks about you know uh, Jim Crow and uh, the neighborhoods and that kind of disparity and all the surface level things. But if you ever like get re- like real into like the the law part of it and you know behind the scenes kind of part you'll see a lot more of the problem which is why people say it's systematic okay so from the entire time that this country was established it's been established against minorities and african american people so when people say yeah the problem wasn't just with slavery, it was with the entire system that slavery was built on. Definitely. Because when you just take away slavery from the foundation of this country, you still have an yeah. entire system. Like, if we're being, if we're, it's, it's sad that slavery. we have to say this. But the foundation that we were built on, that, that, that the country was built on, it was built on slavery, yes, but slavery is just like one of the bricks. Yeah. It, and they can survive. The, the, the racist foundation can definitely survive without facts, the brick of facts, slavery. Facts. So sure the the problem was addressed. One of the problems was addressed, but the it's it's like yeah, the entire foundation needs to be addressed for definitely. it to get, you know, substantially better. Yeah, no, I I about to say I agree. And with we that. are we are making progress. It's we very are. slow progress. Like we said, we went from what, seven to fifteen? Yeah. In the uh, last yeah. three and, years, and yeah, that's so it's, huge. It's, it's progress, but we gotta we gotta keep it going. Yeah, it's, so I I guess in some aspects it kind of has slowed, but I wouldn't say hit a wall. Yeah, I think that's no. Nah, I think that you said that perfectly. Like you know, like we said, it may it may not be as glamorous. Like the changes may not be CNN headlines anymore, but there's still people that are fighting every day to make sure that. You know, it gets very a little much, bit better. Very much. That so. one brick gets taken down every day. You know, and you know, we can't overlook those people and the contribution that they're that they're making, so that we and the generations after us can continue to have a better life. And hopefully, you know, you know, they won't have to face some of the things that we face nowadays. Which I guess leads us to like, I guess we could say, let's call it the last question, right? In twenty years. What is your goal for your African American people? Twenty years. Anything. Anything. When I was a young boy, I used to think twenty years was a long time. Oh man. And here I am looking at twenty one. An old man. See, I would 
we we have done a lot as a people in the last few years since even since like 2000 since i was born we have done a lot as a people and come a long way i still think there's a lot more that can be done like we were like we were saying even like one of the most one of the craziest things is dude we've only had one african american president in yeah. our entire history as a country <sighs> yeah so there's a lot of leadership positions that I would like to see more African-American and minority people hold. It's one thing to, you know, have the entire people have a voice. But when you have somebody in a position that represents more people to like in like the Supreme Court or yeah. in in uh, like state legislation and all that when you have more people in those kind of positions so you want more african-american leadership yeah more representation of african-americans in I like leadership. that answer i that, like that answer a lot that's one thing i would love to see um the education system is another big thing when they used to say if you want to hide something from black people put it in a book they oh, used man. to say that and i don't think that's true anymore because yeah. one thing we back. have to do as african-american people is be well read Got to. If you're not well read, you you're to not well, gonna have make to be it. Well spoken. So well read, well spoken, education, like all educated, all well dressed, well taken care of, all of the above. All of the above. So if if we can, I'll say like if we can level up as a people across the board in all areas, starting from education, I don't I don't see that there's much we we can't accomplish as a people. I like that. I like that. Actually, I'm gonna go even closer to home. One thing that irritates me, right? I'm not going to, well, according to a study done in the U.S., African-Americans, or black people, to be specific, have the highest obesity rate of, of all people, mm. all right? Mm. That number is at 42.4%. Mm. I think it's fair to say in 20 years, we, we, we should, mm, let's see, I see some numbers over here. I like to say, let's, at least, let's get that down to like 30%. 30%. Actually, no. Let's, go little, let's get a little bit more aggressive. 27%. Slightly more aggressive. That is... I think that's reasonable. Still. I think that's fairly reasonable. That's reasonable. But like I said, it's a group thing. We like we got to hold each other accountable. Yeah. If, like we were saying in the in the New Year, New Me episode, when you yeah, get yourself definitely. a partner that is pushing you as much as... Like, to. more than you're pushing yourself, and you're pushing them more than they're pushing themselves. Yeah. Because if we're being honest, you know, a lot of the these problems are leading to, like, High blood pressure, hypertension, things that are killing us off quicker. Right. You know, if we right. if we fix right. some of the roots of these problems, we can live longer. Gives us give ourselves more time to build more Definitely. for the generations ahead of us. Facts. That's fact. If we if we attack the roots of all these problems, it'll kill the whole tree. Yeah. No, because like that's why they always say like you got it before you can try to. I think it's in the Bible. It says before you can pick out the speck in someone else's eye, you gotta get yours first. Got to. So we, before we can start trying to fix, you know, trying to fix the world and fix other people's problems, we got to get our community straight first. We got to stop fighting amongst ourselves, you know? Every time there's a disagreement, we don't have to shoot somebody, you know? Like, sit down and talk to somebody about it. Yes. I want to say, let's, let's talk about it. Let's discuss it. Let's get a mutual party and let's, let's, let's understand why we're having a conflict. That's good. That's good. Step one, week one. 
Yeah, here's to uh, the next 20 years, yeah. you know? 20 years. What Beast Mode said? Sure. Said, I know I'm going to get got. Oh, oh my. I'm oh going to get mine more than I get got. Hey, man. Amen. Go get yours Good. more than you get got. That's all we can I tell you. Say, you can't be out here getting got and not getting yours. Go get yours. That's all we can to tell get you. Gots to, <laughs> got to get yours. Can't get got. What's the motto this year? It's only up. <clears throat> only up. Only up. Only up. It's like an elevator. As soon as you get in on that bottom floor. Only can go up. Only go up. So, yes, thank you for joining us here on our first episode of black history month edition of the late for lunch podcast black history celebration oh it's gonna be a good month stick around if you did not hear in the first part of the episode we do have some guests lined up for you that you're gonna want to hear in these next few weeks oh yeah yo it's gonna be exciting this is gonna be exciting so stick around if you do not follow us on our social medias our Instagram is late. The number four. Lunch podcast. I also did mention that we have a YouTube channel that is starting up that we will start posting content to very, very soon. That also happens to be late. The number four. Lunch podcast. Yeah. You know, we try to keep it simple and streamlined. Hey man, I mean, we try to we try to put it, make it easy for you guys. I still run into people that say, "Hey, I didn't know you had a podcast." Well, let me help you, sister. Oh, let me put you on, my brother. <laughs> Can I see your phone? Matter of fact, I don't even have to see your phone. Scan this right here. Right, right. So what what do we tell you guys? If you have not told somebody, go tell somebody, somebody. and ask them if they haven't listened. Have they told somebody? Ah, yeah, yeah, ah, see that right there? Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you told someone and they haven't listened, ask them who they told. There you go, accountability. Look at you that. Gotta hold them. You can't grow if you're not holding each other accountable. That sounds like an episode. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like how that goes. As always, thank you guys again. You're always welcome. You know where to find us. And we will catch you guys in the next episode. Adios.